Welcome to today's focus for Monday, November the 7th, 2022. Well, if you're listening live, you're probably completely confused because this is the Today's Focus episode for Monday, November the 7th, 2022. However, it's being recorded as a live broadcast Sunday, November the 6th, 2022 at 9.47 p.m. Central Time. Now, if it wasn't a live broadcast, I wouldn't even need to explain that because you would never know the difference. However, I would still tell you because for me, I I like that timestamp to reflect the exact moment in time when I was sitting in front of the microphone speaking to you. I don't like it to be like, well, oh, this is what he did Monday, but reality, it was recorded five days before. I don't, I, I don't like that. I know that's the way it works in radio. So many times what you think is live in many cases is pre-recorded, and I hate that. So this is the Today's Focus for Monday, November the 7th, 2022, being recorded as a live broadcast on Sunday, November the 6th, 2022. Now, currently, at this very moment, 9.48 p.m., Central Time. Does that seem odd? Does that seem like some weird contradiction that I'm doing today's focus for Monday on a Sunday? Does that does that seem odd? Does that confuse you? Obviously, I felt that it was somewhat confusing because I had to explain, but maybe my explanation made it confusing. Maybe if I didn't explain, there would be no confusing confusion. Maybe it wouldn't even appear to be contradictory. Maybe it would just make all kinds of sense. Well, the reason I'm saying all of that is because we are about to discuss for today's focus, are you ready? A contradictory promise. A contradictory promise where you think you're promised one thing, but then there's a, there's like, there's like two, I, I maybe we should call it a con- contradictory promises instead of a contradictory promise Maybe I should call it Contradictory Promises. I may have to change the title now that I'm thinking about it, because in a weird way, there's two promises that completely contradict one another. It's very, very, very confusing. So today, I'm going to have you contradict. I'm going to have you contradict. I'm going to have you focus on these two contradictions or these two contradictory promises. That's what I'm going to have you focus on. Now, remember that today's focus podcast series is designed to be around 15 minutes long. So that means I'm not going to sit here and try to unravel all of it on this podcast episode. We may reapproach the subject somewhere else in another podcast series. So you'll want to be listening to everything we do. But for today, for Monday, November the 7th, what I want you to do is focus on these two contradictory promises. I want you to look at that carefully. And here's what I want you, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I want you to do. I want you simply to look at as many commentaries as you can gain access to. You can use study Bibles, you can use commentaries, you can even look up sermons on the Sermons 2.0 app or the Edify Christian Podcast app. You, I don't care what you do, but just start making a list of all the proposed solutions to this apparent contradiction, 
All right. I want you to start. I, I just want you to make a list. You don't even have to resolve it. I just want you to make a list. Is there only three possible solutions? Is there only five? Is there only seven? What do you, I mean, you may be limited just by the number of resources you have, but just start looking and don't, don't criticize, don't judge the explanations going, okay, this verse seems to have two contradictory promises. Here is solution number one, solution number two, solution number three, solution number four, solution number five, solution number six, solution number seven, solution number eight. You get the idea, right? Being a little bit redundant, but you get the idea, right? So are you ready? All the problems begin in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 21. Luke, chapter 21. Luke, chapter 21, and we will start in verse 12. We'll go Luke, chapter 21, verse 12. All right, now, you'll notice that Luke 21, 12, if your Bible has read the red letter edition, that Jesus is talking, but you'll see above it that he was already talking. So we're jumping right into the middle of something. Jesus is saying something like a longer section of dialogue. We're just kind of jumping in the middle of it. So just, I'm just, I'm just going to throw out some hermeneutical hints to be looking out for. That's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. Who's he talking to? What's the setting? We won't go into that now because I just want to point out the contradictory promises, all right? Luke 21, 12. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being uh, brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts, not to meditate before what ye shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Now, immediately I'm realizing, wait a minute, I think this is a promise. There are promises, plural, to a specific group of people who has a very specific historical setting. I don't think we could say this promise is for everyone. I, I think you would have a major problem with that, Right. Hey, don't, don't even think about what you're going to say. And as soon as you start talking, your adversaries won't even be able to stand against it. I've never seen Christians pull that off. So, so I think that that, I think this has a specific historical setting. All right, but, but I don't want to give anything away. All right. Next verse, right. Um, Verse 16, and you shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolks and friends and some of you shall they cause to be put to death, right? So you're, some of you are going to be put to death. Some of you are going to die, right? This, this is just as much as a part of the promise. Hey, I'm promising you, hey, these other things are going to happen, but I'm promising you, I'm telling you, some of you are going to die. Now, now, now where's the contradiction? We'll keep, keep watching. And you shall be hated of all men for my namesake, but there shall not an hair of your head perish. In your patience, possess ye your souls. Now, wait a minute. Some of you are going to die, but not a hair of your head will perish. You're going to die, 
but not a hair of your head is going to perish. So what what is he he promising that he's just going to preserve your hair? Hey, you're going to die, but your hair will be preserved. Okay, obviously I'm being a little facetious and a little ridiculous there, but what in the world is going on? It seems like a contradictory promise. Some of you are going to die, but hey, not a hair of your head is going to perish. Now, let's make sure there's not some kind of translation issue, right? That's from the King James Let's see if, oh, uh, how, so what, uh, what Bible is this? I have the Christian Standard Bible just happening to be laying here open on the desk. So let me just see what it has to say. Uh, Luke 21, 16, if I said Matthew, I'm sorry, because I've been focusing on looking up sermons in Matthew because I was updating our sermon series on the Sermon on the Mount. All right, Luke chapter 21, verse 16. You will, you will even be betrayed by your parents, brothers, relatives, and friends. They will kill some of you. You will be hated by everyone because of my name, but not a hair of your head will be lost. But your endurance, but but you but your endurance gain by your endurance gain your lives. Now, not a hair of your head will be lost. Hmm. Now, maybe if that translation, okay, some of you are going to die, but you're not going to lose a hair on your head. It's not going to be lost. I think maybe I know how we can work around this. Maybe. Do, do you have a solution? Now, remember, sometimes what appears to be contradictory isn't contradictory because, of course, theologically would say there isn't any contradictions. But sometimes we have to acknowledge we may not want to call them contradictions. Sometimes there's some major difficulties in the text of Scripture that nobody ever wants to talk about. But we've got to talk about this. When I have an article right here that points to this, as an example of times where the Bible seems to say things like, hey, God's going to provide for you like you're never, no, like you're never going to starve. You're not, never going to be without your needs. Yet we know Christians that starve and die throughout church history. So how do we understand this? They point to this verse as somewhat of like, see, here's one, here's a situation. You're, hey, you're going to die, but not a hair in your head is going to perish. Should we say perish? Should we say lost? What's the Greek word there? Oh, there's a lot of things you can look up, but I really don't want you to try to do all of that. I just want you to see how many different interpretations you find. And you don't have to write out the entire interpretation. I just want you to just write out like just a basic like, okay. And I always love when you do this, especially those who like to participate. Just just give me the source. I like to see the name of the source and then just summarize it in your own words what they say. And just like, here's number one, here's number two, here's the first source, right? Whatever commentary, pulpit commentary, whatever. Number two, it could be MacArthur commentary, MacArthur study Bible. Number three, whatever. What, and, just, and just summarize, here's what they say. Or what I do love, write down the name of commentaries and how many ignore the possible conflict there. Hey, wait a minute. Some of you are going to die, but not a hair on your head is going to perish. Wait, What? What now? At least the article I have seems to believe not a head, not a hair on your head will perish is a reference to dying. So they're like, uh, wait, how do we understand this? How, now they, they have an interesting solution to all of this. And we're going to look at, we're going to, we're going to definitely work on this a little bit more. This all started because we're reviewing a sermon uh, on Matthew chapter six from the Sermon on the Mount where the pastor basically is saying, hey, God will provide all your needs. 
He's your heavenly father. He don't want you to starve. He's going to feed you because you're more important than the birds. And the birds don't sow or they don't, they don't reap. They don't sow. They don't gather in barns and they're fed. So God's going to feed you. God's going to take care of you. And he doesn't bother to acknowledge that someone dies every four seconds of hunger. So when we started like, well, I wonder, let, let's look this up. And so we just, I started looking up articles and immediately came across an article going, wait a minute. This is a problem because people do starve. People do die. Their needs aren't met. Now, in the sermon that we're reviewing, he basically says it's your fault because if you put God first, all your needs will be met. And if their needs are not met, you didn't put God first. So you died basically because of your disobedience, which is at least, I guess that's an approach. But the article we have here is like, wait a minute. There's a number of places in scripture where we have, we seem to have these contradictory promises. How, and, and the first one they point out is Luke 21, 16 through 18. Some of you are going to die. Got it? Okay, I'm prepared. But not a hair of your head will perish. Wait, what? Now, what does that mean? Does it mean I won't die? You said I will die. So you're talking about my actual physical hair? Is that, is that what you're talking about? How do we understand that? That's your focus. For Monday, November the 7th, 2022, your job, just, just go on a, uh, a scavenger hunt for possible explanations to this apparent contradiction. You can use any commentary. You can use any sermon. If you use a sermon, please tell me where you found the sermon and if uh, possible, a link because we may review the sermon, especially if they have a very unique or clever way of getting around it. We will do this. So probably tomorrow we'll be talking. Well, the first thing we got to do tomorrow is finish the sermon review that started all of this. But I just I just think it'll be fun to focus on this. I mean, today's focus is all about giving you that one thing to focus on. And I just wanted wanted this to be ready first thing in the morning when someone wakes up and go, what's today's focus? Boom. There it is. Monday, November the 7th. Luke chapter 21, verses 16 through 18. Some of you are going to die not a hair on your head is going to perish. How do we reconcile that? I hope you'll give it serious thought, and I hope it sparks good conversation, especially in the Discord channel, all right? Yeah, specifically talking to all of you. I I like when uh, we have good conversations about the things that we are talking about on the podcast, so hopefully that will happen. And if you're not a part of the Discord channel, just email me, newsif at yahoo.com. And I will love to get your thoughts or perspective. And on YouTube, you know, got you guys know what to do. Comment section. All right. There we go. Everyone have a, well, I would say a, a great evening because it's actually Sunday evening, November the 6th. But I'm supposed to predict everyone have a great Monday, November the 7th, as you focus on Luke chapter 21, verses 16 through 18.